Hello and welcome to His Lens, My Image podcast. I am your host, Maisha Price. And today I have the privilege and honor of sitting down with one of the many volunteers that are associated with NAMI Mercer in New Jersey, and it's Miss Dee Dee Greer. Um, she is a volunteer with NAMI, and she has been since May 2011, and she serves in many different capacities, such as the outreach and the reception department, as well as any kind of administrative support. So let's welcome Dee Dee to His Lens, My Image podcast. Thank you so much, Dee Dee, for coming and being a part of this, and I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> so we're just going to have a conversation. I know as this month we celebrate and we make awareness of mental health, which is so important in society overall. You know, I feel like in more recent years, it's become more of a conversation and not so taboo that people are more willing to talk about it and have the conversation. So when you think about that, so tell me, about your experience um, with mental health? Well, unfortunately, I have been a mental health consumer for many, many years. Since I was 18 years old, mm -hmm. I've had many experiences with hospitalizations and so forth. Mm -hmm. So it's a vast experience that I've had with mental health. Okay. Um, unfortunately, um, the hospitalizations were never uh, very beneficial in the sense that um, the setting was always... Uh, depressing, right? Um, not what you would expect. Mm -hmm. um, not not really a building for me. Mm -hmm. um, but what I can say, that I did take away from those experiences that I never wanted to repeat them. <laughs> so I did learn from from that. Right? Yeah. So when you say you you've had your own experience in that, mm -hmm. um, how did that affect your life? Well. Uh, like I said, it's always been something that I never wanted to repeat. Mm -hmm. So I've always wanted the best care for myself. Mm -hmm. I've always sought out the best care for myself. Okay. So with that, that with that in mind, I've always seen, sought the best doctors, mm -hmm. the best healthcare centers, and so forth. And um, and I've always um tried to make sure that I don't repeat those experiences Absolutely. by being, by going back into the hospital. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, when people go through situations like that and trying to, although like hospitalization and all that stuff is supposed to be a safe place for people to come mm -hmm. and get a treatment. And, you know, sometimes we our image and our perception of what that looks like. Okay. <laughs> like you say, it was totally not. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the kind of atmosphere is like. Uh, I don't yeah. think I want to be here no more. Let me get yeah. right. Let me get myself together because this ain't what I want to do. <laughs> like, I know I need to get help, mm -hmm. but there's got to be a better environment to get that help. I agree. So would you say that getting the help and that you need, mm -hmm. that it would be more useful or helpful if there are environments that kind of promote the happiness or promote health versus maybe it looking like a warehouse or looking like prison. Yes. Ex prison is exactly the word. That's exactly what they tell you when to go to bed. They tell you when you get up, they tell you what you can and cannot have. You may not, you cannot have your hair products. You can't have this. You can't have that. It's, it's, it's rough up in there. Wow. So it's not something that promotes happiness. As you said, I agree with you a hundred percent. You are, it does feel like a warehouse. Wow. 
Yeah. And, and I wouldn't expect that for a place where we're talking about we're trying to help people with a mental issue. Now, granted, I get it. Having objects and things, mm-hmm. people can that can be harmful, harmful to people. Right. But then maybe there needs to be a place of levels to it. Like, mm-hmm. OK, maybe you may be one that's dealing with depression, but you're not harmful to yourself. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to say maximum security and minimum security, <laughs> but like you're not that you're not. To that point where it's like everything, like you said, you're going to kill yourself or you're going to slice your you know, arm or something right. of those natures. Right. Maybe there needs to be levels, levels. to yeah. what floors and rooms and sections mm-hmm. of the place that because if, if in my mind, <laughs> what I've envisioned, like if I'm going somewhere that's supposed to be a place of help, maybe bright colors mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. something radiating life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not gloom and death. Because mm-hmm. when I think of prison, I, I feel like that that doesn't give me the ideal of I can survive this. Right. I can push past this. It gives me, oh, you're a dinner roll, mm-hmm. but we're here. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you got two, got three meals a day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is what it is. And, mm-hmm. you know, that doesn't give me the mindset that this is a safe place to to be to be for a health for my mental health right. it's it's very restrictive you know um it's very restrictive i remember i did have to do a stint in the state hospital mm-hmm. and it was horrible they got um they got us up at um like six six thirty in the morning mm-hmm. and for everybody to go to smoke to go outside for a smoke mm-hmm then you had to take a shower. <laughs> then you went down for breakfast and staff played cards all day. I remember one woman had a seizure and it was like, uh, uh, after the game is done, kind of we'll, we'll get to her. Wow. It was rough. Wow. It was rough up in there. You know? And you know, it's funny because you hear the you hear the horror stories. Yeah. But you 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 wouldn't think because to me, working in a facility or in a mental health clinic of any sort. Mm-hmm. These people are here because they need help. Mm-hmm. So if you, like, and that's still to me, health care. Right. So if you don't want to be in a business of caring, mm-hmm. why are you here? To play cards and collect checks. <laughs> Did he say we're playing, they're playing cards and they're collecting checks. That's what they're doing. Right. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, and they get paid good money to play cards Very and collect a check. Mm-hmm. Ain't that something? Mm-hmm. So when you, when you look at mental health or when you think of mental health, how would you say, what does that mean to you? Okay. And how do you, you know, make yourself more aware of it now knowing you've been through a crisis mm-hmm. of your own mm-hmm. or battling through it? Um, how do you recognize the signs and make yourself more aware now that you have more knowledge of your mental health state? Okay. How do I recognize the signs mm-hmm. for me personally? Mm-hmm. Um, the not wanting to be socially involved Mm -hmm. is a big red flag for me. Mm -hmm. Not wanting to be around other people, not Mm -hmm. wanting to do things that I used to like to do, Mm -hmm. not caring about other people or Mm -hmm. caring about the things that I used to like to do. Because mental health for me includes uh, our social, psychological, and um, emotional well-being. And and it affects how we think. Mm -hmm. And how we feel and how we act. And it also helps to determine how we 
handle stress, relate to others and make healthy choices. And for me, handling stress when I can't Mm -hmm. is a big sign also Mm -hmm. that my mental health is my good mental health is on, on the, on the line jeopardy. So that's pretty much. I think that's a good thing when you, when you're aware Mm -hmm. of the areas that are triggers, Mm -hmm. I guess we can say, Mm -hmm. um, and I think that when you if we get the necessary help mm-hmm. to be more aware of, all right, I feel myself going to a place where I mm-hmm. don't want to be like, I know for me, like if it's too much weight on my shoulders mm-hmm. or there's too much going on in my life mm-hmm. at one time and a lot of it comes and it seems like negative after negative after negative after negative and it's all piling up. Mm-hmm. It will make me want to kind of invert and kind of go into a dark place. Right. And I've recognized that when it's like that, Mm -hmm. that if I feel myself getting to that place where I don't want to get up, I know not. That's when I have to push even harder because I know my mind is telling me go this way, mm-hmm. but my spirit's telling me go like, we not about to do that. No, nope, no. Nope. Mm-hmm. So for me, sometimes it's me listening to motivational episodes on YouTube or me listening to songs or I write music. So I'll write a song about what I'm feeling at that moment. Mm-hmm. And it's in those moments where it kind of pulls me out. It's like one dig at a time mm-hmm. instead of me digging myself in a hole and just falling in a hole is now like I'm climbing out of it one step at a time, one step at a time, because I don't, I won't allow myself to get to that point again. So, so I'm understanding, I'm hearing you mm-hmm. and I'm feeling you because for me also getting out of bed, mm-hmm. if that be, starts to become a challenge, if personal hygiene starts to become a challenge, mm-hmm. if I'm eating myself into the next millennium <laughs> is, is becoming a challenge, uh-huh. eating everything that is in the fridge. Gotcha. Um, then I know also. That's, that's a sign for that's you. That's a sign that my mental health is in jeopardy. Gotcha. And it's time to call the doctor. Yeah. It's really time to call the doctor because my meds probably need some tweaking mm-hmm. or something like that. And see, I I appreciate your your sincerity and your your realness and honesty in this moment, Mm -hmm. um, because I feel like it's it's so important for people to hear Mm -hmm. and to see people who are who are going through it, been through it, but knowing how to maintain and still live. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes we we don't hear about the stories of a person's life until they're gone. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, well, what could we have done? Mm-hmm. What 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 did we miss or what didn't we see? Mm-hmm. And sometimes and, and because like I have friends that will if they don't hear from me and vice versa. Like I know like if you if we don't talk or people that I talk to on the regular or even if my friends are talking to me on the phone, they hear me. They be like, what's wrong? I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm good. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, you're not. Mm-hmm. What's wrong? Mm-hmm. And it's like because they realize the tone of my voice mm-hmm. is even different. Right. Mm-hmm. So and sometimes the first place for me to go is to isolate and to kind of I deal with it in my mind, mm-hmm. deal with it internally. And I've learned over the years that that's not a good thing mm-hmm. because all you are left with is your own thoughts. Mm-hmm. And your mind is kind of just rehearsing what you're already telling yourself. Mm-hmm. So that can be good. Right. And it could be bad, right? But it it it's like okay, I can't go too far into this right. because that's going to take me somewhere where I don't want to be. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I, you know, I, again, I appreciate you just being real and authentic in that. Mm -hmm. Um, And just for the fact that you're here and you're aware of what you're dealing with and you're not allowing that to stop you. Right. Sure. Sure. Because some people will use it as a crutch. Right. And say, oh, well, I have this issue. Yeah. So I'm just, and they, and they milk it, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's like, it's now become a badge of honor. Right. Like, oh, I can't do this because I have this. Right. Mm-hmm. Instead of no, <laughs> you don't have to walk around with that. Mm-hmm. Live, live your life. You just be cognitive of when you feel your moments. Right. That's all. Right. 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 So a lot of people don't know about NAMI. Now, I know, you know, we discussed your personal experience in mental health, um, but explain NAMI to people that don't know what NAMI is. Okay, so let me tell you some facts. Gotcha. Some general facts. So it's, um, it's the National Alliance on Mental Illness. That's what the acronym means. Gotcha. And it's the nation's largest grassroots mental health organization. And it's dedicated to building better lives for the millions of Americans affected by mental illness. So what started as a small group of families gathered around a kitchen table back in 1979 has blossomed and become the nation's leading voice on mental health. Today, NAMI is an alliance of more than 600 local affiliates work in our communities to raise awareness and provide support and education that was not previously available to those in need. Just so you know. Cool. Mm -hmm. So that, that gives us the understanding of it. Now, NAMI also provides the resources to people that, that need mental, you know, to have mental illness going on. Yeah, they have. And yeah. So there's a lot of support available. So if a person, and from my understanding, NAMI has a lot of different, it's a national organization, right. but they have a lot of local affi- affiliates. Uh, affiliates that they're, mm-hmm. you know, I would say partner with, but they have many branches right. to the bigger overall mm-hmm. HUD. Right. Um, so for those who may be looking for resources on where they can get help, where they can get assistance, where they can find the the things that they need, you can Contact a NAMI near you. Exactly. <laughs> Contact a NAMI near you. And, and it's as simple as, because uh, the web address is, so it's www.nami.org. That's www.nami.org. And you can find your location that's near you. Put your zip code and let them help you. So that way you can get the resources that you need to be a better you mm-hmm. overall. Just mm-hmm. be a better you. Um, being who you are addressing whatever mental situations you may have going on. Mm -hmm. But this is what we have organizations like this for, Mm -hmm. which I am, you know, I didn't know nothing about NAMI until a couple of years ago Mm -hmm. when I got a phone call about coming to sing at one of your events. Mm -hmm. I think it was a walk a couple of years ago um, because I wrote a song Mm -hmm. called Stump the Stigma Out. I think from, and because mental health is so dear to my heart because I've had my own situations with mental health, writing that and seeing so many people come out and support the organization, you know, now it's like NAMI has become family to me mm-hmm. because I see the work that goes into it. Um, I also Same. see how it is beneficial to the community at large. Same. And then I also see how people don't even know it's a resource that is available mm-hmm. to them. That's why we're making this 
know. Right. So that way people will know NAMI does exist. Right. Um, and if this platform can help somebody else find that help they need, mm-hmm. so be it. So with that being said, so what is one word of advice you will give to someone who may be battling a mental health issue? Oh, please don't be ashamed to get help. That's a good one. Please, please, please don't suffer alone. It's not necessary. Right. You can get help. Right. You know, I have a bumper sticker, you know, hashtag um, no stigma. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. There's there's no need for the stigma. You just you need to go in and you need to get help. Don't be ashamed of what people will think of you. Mm -hmm. You know, that's their problem. Right. (laughs) You know, and truth be told, the people that try to put a stigma on you or make you feel like that are the people that need to get help too. Yes. Yes. They need to be right in the chair. So that's why therapy is important. That's why having community is important. Mm -hmm. That's why having resources available to you is important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because you don't have to suffer alone. Mm -hmm. No, you don't. You know, there, there, there's so many people who want to help you Mm -hmm. that you don't necessarily know that they want to help you until you reach out for the help. Right. But you can get help. Mm -hmm. Don't be ashamed to reach out for it. That would be my takeaway from all Mm -hmm. of this. Listen, I'm always reminded of one of my girlfriends. She said to me a long time ago, she said, you got three days before it's time to get up. Mm -hmm. She tells me all the time. She said, your first day, cry, waddle in it, feel it, Mm -hmm. do all of that. That second day, all right, we're going to need to be drying these tears and we're going to need to keep it moving because you can't stay there. You mm-hmm. can't stay at day one. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to keep them present. But die by day three, we need to have a plan of how we're getting up mm-hmm. and you need to be still moving. Mm-hmm. So she gives me three days mm-hmm. to kind of process through and it helps me because I always keep that in my mind. Mm-hmm. Don't stay there. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah. stay there. Even when dealing with people on my day to day of dealing with grieving families, mm-hmm. I tell them all the time, I understand you lost something that's dear to you, mm-hmm. but don't stay at the grave because mm-hmm. there's nothing at the grave. They're no longer here. Mm-hmm. But staying at that grave is not going to help you mm-hmm. as you continue to live on. Right. Right. But I think that is that is some amazing that, that's good words to share with people. And one thing for sure is that we have to always keep in mind that. We can't walk and live in fear, Mm -hmm. Um, but let's walk and live in life and love Mm -hmm. and let all the stigmas that are around here. And let's let's, as they say, stump them out and and release them Mm -hmm. so that way we can live a life that's full and free. Right. So again, Didi, thank you so much. It has been my pleasure. <laughs> thank my you Asia. so much. I appreciate you again, like I said, for sharing your heart, sharing your story. And my prayer is that it is impactful to help someone that may be listening or that this may be shared with to help them understand why their mental health matters and it's important mm-hmm. that they don't suffer alone mm-hmm. and that they remember that somebody cares right. for them and about them. Right. And there is help available. 
available. Mm-hmm. So, visionaries, I thank y'all for listening. Remember, if there is ever need, look for a NAMI in your area. Again, the website is www.nami.org. That's www. N as in Nancy, A as in Apple, M as in Mary, I as in ice.org. Go search for your area. Get the help that you need. Know there's support. Know there's people that love you. There's people that care about you and people that want to support you as you work on your mental health and being the better for it. I am your host, Maisha Price. We always remember to be you, love you, and see you for who God has called you to be. Until next time. Thanks, guys.